Recession and inflation are here. Gas, housing, and everyday goods are up, way up. And you want to be ready for any situation. So what would you do if there's no food on the shelf? Arc Heirloom Seeds are here to help. Did you know 99% of seeds sold today can't reproduce? With Heirloom Seeds, you only have to plant once. Then you can grow year after year, giving you and your family stability and security because things are getting crazy out there. Our all-in-one seed kit provides everything you need to grow your own food. This premium seed kit has over 65 varieties, 50,000 seeds in stores for 15 years. You'll also get our exclusive seed guide to make growing a no-brainer. Arc Seed Kits is a family-owned and operated business and the most trusted name in the nation for over 15 years. Our mandate is to get heirloom seeds into every home in America. Go to arcseedkits.com today and get free shipping by entering promo code podcast. That's ARKseedkits.com, promo code podcast. Get your seeds, get prepared, get growing. Arcseedkits.com. What is going on, everybody? It's episode 167 of Pop Culture Crisis. My name is Brett. I'm here with my co-host. Would you introduce yourself, please? Hello, Crisis Actors. It's Mary. We've got a lot on the docket today. It's been really hard to not talk about it before the show. <laughs> um, we'll talk about it later. But I'm excited. We got, a, we got a bunch to talk about, and that is the hardest part, is uh, not getting it out of your system and, and wanting to talk about it beforehand, and that is especially hard with our guest host today. Would you introduce yourself, sir? Well, uh, thank you for that intro. You're welcome. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Dane Font here. Marketing man extraordinaire and the patron saint of White Boy Summer. That was a very reserved intro you just did there. I'm practicing. Yeah, yeah, it works. Uh, so the the bunch of stuff that we've got to talk about today, it's mostly related to the movie we're going to be reviewing, but we'll get there. We are going to talk about uh, PayPal and shenanigans in relation to the Ripiverse, uh, and I absolutely do call shenanigans given all the stuff that PayPal has done in the past. So we will talk uh, that, the money they're holding. We're going to talk about Twitch bans uh, and some interesting policies that, that they're putting in place as far as like uh, the ability to block people uh, on there and share information, which I thought uh, leads to more interesting questions. So after that, we are going to talk about Netflix's The Gray Man, uh, starring Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans. And uh, these two have been dying to speak about it today. I am more reserved in my opinions, but we'll get there when we get there. We got that. We got Podluck. So if you two are ready, we will just get into it. Mary, are we ready? Oh, we're ready. Dane, are we ready? I am. But right. first. But first, we have uh, one thing that we like to do here. If, if you're new here, uh, at the beginning of every episode, we, we, what I like to call Chet Formations, <laughs> uh, which is um, <laughs> words of encouragement from our, our hero, Chet Hanks. Uh, so today... Yes. Uh, and I should, I, I, I'm joking, but I shouldn't be joking because he's actually speaking on a serious topic today. But we love Chet Hanks here, so <laughs> if you guys are ready, we're just going to hear what he's got to say. So we're going to re-file, and here we go. You're like an addict, alcoholic. You just got to admit to yourself that you're either going to be in one extreme or the other, the good or the bad. If you're actively fucking partying and doing that shit and you know you have a problem with it, the only the way to go is to be completely sober, period. You have to be completely sober, 100% abstinent from everything. You can't smoke weed, you can't drink alcohol, and you definitely can't do your drug of choice. Because if you do one of those things, you're doing all of them. And I tried everything. I tried just smoking weed, I tried just drinking, but it would always lead back to crazy ass fucking nights where I'd do some really stupid shit that could have been really dangerous. If you're... Like, uh 
of course, 110% right. Um, I know that Miley Cyrus has actually talked about California Sober. Uh, her and Demi Lovato mm-hmm. have talked about California Sober. <laughs> Which but, just means smoking copious amounts of weed. Yeah, or, like, or, like, uh, or probably or involves Coke, too. Yeah. Uh, so, wow. so, no, I, I don't think. I don't, I don't think the, the actual <laughs> definition for California Sober actually includes that, but that's where it ends up usually, right? <laughs> well, that's so, what Chet's point is. And, and, and they're right. Like, uh, when, you, when you get clean, now, some people, if they don't go through a rehab program, might be able to limit themselves to just one thing. But usually that's a person who's got it under control anyway. Uh, if you're someone like me who did go through rehab, you don't have the option to just just drink or just smoke weed because uh, you know any crack uh, leads to a flood if you if you let it if you let it chink, uh, like if you let it damage the armor. So for me, uh, that's a, it's a chink in the armor. That's I love that this is a segment. It, it's a segment we're, we're talking about. We're talking about Chet Hanks, and uh, as we uh, should for like for me, that's one of those things that I I didn't struggle as much with once I got clean because I hated drinking to begin with. Like I, I never liked drinking anyways uh, or smoking weed, so that was a little bit different, right? But uh, he's uh, what I've noticed is he's kind of um, in a bit of like a, a dry like to me they they call it like a like dr- like you're basically a dry drunk right now. Like he's like posting at three a.m. Like, unless he plans to continue this behavior forever, right? Like, that's a very hard schedule to, to do stuff every day and have, like, 110% of your personality given into every one aspect of your life. It's like you're drinking uh, or on a bender, but it's, like, another aspect of your life. That's, uh, an- that's a, a certain aspect of sobriety speaks like that. Some of his stuff comes off like that to me. I don't know what time he goes to bed at night, but if he's getting up at 3 a.m. every day... His last video was like very emotive yeah. and seemingly out of nowhere, yeah. but I don't know. I think maybe he's just working through some things. Yeah, well, it seems more like organic that he posts whatever he's thinking or feeling at the time. I I wish I could be that um, openly like like I can I can write that I can write that level of emotion. I don't do it well as far as expressing it uh, to someone else, especially in a public parking lot. <laughs> I like, mean, we all strive to get closer to Chet Hanks. Th- this is true, but like every as long as you every day you're a little closer, yeah. that's a win. I I agree. Uh, so we will uh, we will stay tuned for more. Some days they're in his story. Some days they're part of his uh, they're part of his actual posts. But we will keep an eye on for more uh, more Chet Hanks tomorrow. So now. If we are ready, we will get right into it. Mary, are you ready? We are ready. Danny, are you ready? I feel more energized than ever. <laughs> uh, well, ch- uh, watching Chet Hanks will do that to you. It will. Mm-hmm. So it says, uh, <laughs> PayPal is holding Ripiverse funds. And basically what's going on here uh, is he made $3 million in less than, what, two weeks or something? I was confused on that because um, I know we covered when he reached the million mm-hmm. uh, milestone, but... When he was recording his screen in this video he posted about this situation, there was only like something over a million being held by PayPal. Because not all of the stuff is coming from PayPal. Other people can do credit card directly. He said about 30% of the funds that he's raised have been through PayPal. Oh, I see. Okay. So he's raised, uh, so it says, when you fight the system, the system fights back. In a video made earlier tonight, Eric July told his supporters that PayPal flagged the Ripiverse account because of claims that the huge and sudden influx of money placing funds on hold. So I guess the idea being that uh, it's a new company out of nowhere 
uh, and they just are making this because they can't verify that it's real. But any cursory search of like his profile and everything would be able to tell them that. So it reeks of uh, to me. And the fact that he's been on the phone with them over for and over. all week yep. plus, um, and they're still not cooperating with him. I don't know what they think is going to come of that. No one just, you know, loses over a million dollars and is like, meh, okay, I'll give up. <laughs> and he made a good point in the video. If you, if you watch the video that he's talking about, he says, nobody that actually can make decisions is the person you're going to get to on the phone. <laughs> you're never going to actually talk to a person that can help you. It's actually designed completely the opposite. Yeah, yeah. And it does to me, and they, they do point out that, he points out that these are two companies that uh, have frozen accounts of uh, creators before. They work with the Southern Poverty Law Center and the Anti-Defamation League, who are hilariously partisan these days, or, or uh, in the vein of pretending to be nonpartisan, are very partisan. And not just partisan, but they leverage the credibility of like their names for pressuring companies into making the decisions they want them to. I mean, they do that to social media meet, uh, accounts all the time. And them, along with banks, have frozen funds from political groups and stuff like that. Yeah, strictly. but I feel like that's a different issue than yeah. something like PayPal. Yeah, this I think it's more like uh, I, if I was to be charitable and thought it was just because, like, look, it's a new company. Uh, maybe the vast bureaucracy of the organization of PayPal, of the way it's set up, is to deter this type of stuff from happening. Do I actually believe that's what hap what's happening? No, I do not. I believe that it's absolutely... Uh, the, the idea is, like you said, do you do they expect to just give up, or did they just not know ahead of time that basically when he made this campaign, he built out the infrastructure for this movement, for this company beforehand, so he has all the product, he just did it as a pre-order. But if he didn't have that, if he hadn't already purchased all, if the comics hadn't already been printed, the posters hadn't already been printed, if he didn't have the financial backing beforehand, he'd be out of luck because that's a million dollars that he would have needed to fulfill orders to make the actual process happen. And that's evil for a company to be able to just be the middleman and say, no, we're it's not like they refunded the money. So he people. produced all of this product out of his own pocket? Uh, or uh, money he's, yeah, so saved far? From, from his, uh, from his pre I don't know how he raised that money before, and I know that he's done very well for himself wow. on YouTube, as well as uh, his band is, you know, I know his band is successful. He contributes to the Blaze. I'm sure that there's financial incentives on all levels. And he's been uh, very, very heartfelt in how much this means to him. Him to provide a parallel economy, an alternative to what the mainstream comic book industry uh, is providing. And his is one of the most professional examples of, it's not even crowdfunding. He's just started a company. Thank you. He's just started a company. And uh, I always say thank you. I, I can't help I, it. It know? feels weird to ignore it. Like if you yeah, don't, right? It feels okay. weird to ignore it. So, uh, so, so to me, uh, it's just sad to see that these companies, like imagine if he didn't have that infrastructure built up, he'd be out of luck. And these people would be like, where's our, you know, mm -hmm. then he's on a timetable, he's on a clock. Being I, the world renowned legendary giga chat that I am, I have mm -hmm. worked in, the mar in financial institutions before. And I know like as a fact that pretty much every transaction, once it passes over like the 10,000 threshold, it gets like, monitored like immediately well yeah like but, for but individual transactions of 10,000 or more are, uh, right are flagged so that's norm that's like the law as it as it's as it's written but i i believe that let's say one day i deposit 6500 and like i wait two days and then deposit 3500 and then i keep doing that 
well, that starts like triggering a pattern. Right. And so I wonder if, if there's something he could have done that to be like not to notify, you know, pay, pay and be like, Hey, you know, I like I freaking rule and like, I'm going to get a hell of money. But, um, but could he have per, per, like even predicted this level of success? I mean, I mean, I don't know. I think so. Yeah. I mean, at least I'm, I'm sure he expect the, expect the hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But, uh, so. so, so what he said basically is like you should not, do not file. What did he say? He said, "Do not file." He said a, he repeated this over and over in a, his YouTube video. A dispute. You shouldn't like if you purchase something, you should not go and file a dispute against him because then that just incriminates him in the eyes of PayPal, and then they're like, "Well, this is your problem to solve." Yeah, that's not crazy. ours. Yeah, and <laughs> but, so but regardless, if people are spending their money and not receiving what they thought they were going to receive back. They're going to file a dispute because they think they're filing it against PayPal, yeah. not against Eric July. So yeah. then I when I was watching the video, I guess I was half joking, but also like this is very much a real possibility that people are going to clip his video and uh, show him saying like file a dispute against against yeah. PayPal or like, oh file a dispute. Make sure you file a dispute. I feel like some people who hate um hate him and hate Ripiverse and what he's doing in the fan base might uh, try to manipulate what he said. There Seems was, so cool. There were some like hilarious comments like pushback against him that like I, I didn't even want to they were so racist against him that I didn't even want to pull them up because they were just the stuff people were saying was just freaking awful. Uh, it just proves to you that they don't actually I really care. the first time we talked about Ripiverse I um, and I just like acquainted myself with this I still didn't understand why people were mad other than the vague affiliation with hate yes. groups. Hate groups. Which is like where's the proof? They they they're never they they just they <laughs> state it as a fact and then that's the fact. What's uh, the hate group I mean, in question? I, I understand that uh like if you're biased and you don't like that this guy has contributed for the Blaze. Yeah. That's a very partisan yeah. company. Okay, fine. But what does that have to do with the comic? Uh, it doesn't. It's just that <laughs> comics has become a battleground for political affiliation to the to a lot of people. So uh, whether they're talking about the groups like Comicsgate, uh, and I don't even like like I paid attention to a lot of like uh, the comics channels. I still do, but uh, because I'm not super acquainted with them now, and I'm not following them as closely, I don't want to speak on most of it. But uh, basically, like it's similar to Gamergate, like customer like movements about. Uh, Journalist like uh, gaming journalist ethics and stuff like that yeah. were a big part of it early on. We don't need to get in. That's beyond. That's beyond what PayPal is doing here. But the same stuff happened with um, Kickstarter. Uh, they would. Uh, they had a, a, a Chloe Zhao. A, a, not Chloe Zhao. Uh, a comic czar whose job it was to literally decide whether you were allowed to have a comic on their platform or not. Uh, and certain ones were allowed, and certain ones weren't. And they tended to bend Crazy. certain ways depending on. Uh, who, who your affiliations were with, which is stupid. Yeah. So maybe that in the comments might know. I thought it was Chloe Zhao, Chloe Zhao but it might be Chloe Zhang uh, that ran that section of uh, Kickstarter, but she's gone now. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online 
and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. This spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code POOL at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code POOL at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code POOL. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. Um, unrelated to just the comic book industry, I know every payment processor at this point, like Zelle, Cash App, uh, GoFundMe, um, like all of these fundraising websites, they all have been guilty of kicking people off their platform or freezing money before. So they did that to what's his name, uh, Rittenhouse. Uh, I mean, they've done it for all yeah. sorts of. Yeah, all sorts of situations. But um, then people were like blaming Eric July for picking PayPal to do this when it's like you're literally selling uh, just an entertainment medium. And why would you expect to have this much money seized from you over something as innocuous as that? Uh, and what this is going to affect the most, he said, he's like, you're still going to get your books now. All that stuff's been done and is ready to go out. But what it affects is his ability to use that money to reinvest in the company onto the next project. Like whatever that next issue, that next project for uh, Ripperverse Comics would be, this slows that process down considerably. Yeah. All because they what? Uh, because uh, PayPal has a bone to pick with someone who, in their opinion, believes that it might have to do with uh, where he sits politically. I don't know what that is. Without an official statement, I can't speak to that. I did find an article that talks about like reasons why PayPal might limit your account. This was just somebody who had horror story after horror story of money being, of people talking about Yeah, it happens to being, ordinary people who yeah. aren't public figures, too. Yep. Um, but then they, they tried to turn it around on him and say... Um, it's because you didn't read our pre-order policy yeah. uh, when it was known on on his website. It yeah. was made known to anyone purchasing it beforehand that it was a pre-order. So. Yep. so some of the reasons given, it says uh, you've received an abnormally large amount of money in your account that is way above your average. That's why he talked about they did well out of the gate, so maybe that's why uh, it was flagged. Uh, someone has filed a complaint about your business. Everyone knows that losers on the internet would absolutely do something like that. They coordinate to yeah. do like to file disputes to to mass block people, to mass report people on social media all the time. Dude, it like takes two motivated people. Like it, it doesn't re even really take that many people. Yep. So uh, it, it's just sad to see like this level of effort going into somebody to make something different. Anytime something like this happens, if, if you complain about something that's going on in one of these industries, whether it's comics, whether it's Twitter, whether it's movies, they say, well, make, remember, everyone's like, well, you don't like Twitter, make your own Twitter. And, and then, and then parlor gets their servers shut down or whatever by by amazon like anytime you go and try to do your own thing they then try to stop you from doing your own exactly. thing exactly and Be then it's just like make your own internet yeah and then on the other hand uh we're always talking about why can't they just make new ips why why is everything derivative everything is a sequel everything's a prequel or a spin-off mm -hmm. Or whatever, but then when someone actually tries to do something original and independently as well, this is what happens. Yep. So 
we're at this like catch twenty two. It's it's they want to trap you and make you and, and then gaslight you into thinking you just didn't have like you could have done it yourself. Yeah, you did it wrong. Or yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that's that's gaslighting. That's evil as far <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. So uh, I really hope that it gets like I, I kept an eye on it. If there was an update since then. I didn't see it earlier today, but my hope is that, uh, you know, when I was deciding whether we were going to cover this or not, like I, I would have normally have brought this up probably in Podluck down the line, but I think that any attention being drawn to this to put pressure on PayPal to release those funds and not, uh, uh, and not be evil, uh, as one might say, is a good thing. Someone said uh, he spent an initial 200K in advance. His original goal was 1 million for the whole campaign. Mm. He'll now have to spend one million to supply everyone, so he's going to make at least one million after expenses. And, and that's what he talked about. He, most of it will all be reinvested into the mm-hmm. back into the company, so that he can continue to make more work. I, I don't. Do you think, think it will spend, actually end up being resolved? I think it will. Uh, my, I mean, I'm going to keep a close eye on this, at least as far as his posts about it. They and, kind of uh, back you into a corner. To make a public fuss about it when you can't yeah. ha- handle it privately, which he's been he's been trying to do. Like imagine like you're just like a like a person who just doesn't handle conflict well, and you're like now you have to sit on the phone for 15 hours a day, uh, for for 15 you know uh, every 15 minutes you get sent to a new person, a new person, a new person, and they're giving you the runaround and they're giving you the runaround. Luckily, he is a confront, you know, hopefully a confrontational person. It's like, look, I need to speak to this person. I need to speak to this person. Uh, and it's been he said it's been going on for over a week. So yeah. that's insane. That that's the terrifying thing about this because like when it gets to like a financial level, it's like one point. It says like one point two million dollars. Mm-hmm. It's like one million two hundred sixteen thousand or something like that. But literally, I'm sure like PayPal gets a cut, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. So like just for like solvency of the company, and so like they can have their nice little check. Like you think that it'd be a priority for them? Mm-hmm. But does some regard mean, does hold mean that they get to just keep it eventually? You know what I mean? Like does a it's we're not <laughs> no we, way. There's a difference here. They didn't charge these back to people. They held it and didn't do anything. You know what I'm saying? Like it would be one yeah. thing if they're like this looks fraudulent. We're charging all of these cards back. They didn't do that. Even that could work. Like if you really think about. Okay, if you're looking for a basic reason to uh, a way to slow down someone's growth and progress, just make it really difficult for them to fulfill their promise, right? So he gets a million dollars. They say, we think it's fraudulent. We charged everyone back. How many of that million dollars do you think is actually coming back your way once you inform people that it, that it was an error? Not all million of that is going to come back. No yeah. way. Half that, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I have faith that they'll resolve it, but only because he's going to make a public... Yeah. And think about it and that's the only way that you can get justice at this point point. and he's got a platform that's yeah like he's got a 400 but it's like K. unless you have a platform there's no hope for you and that is no. like uh, tim talks about that like talks about how like people on twitter like well-known people on twitter have an advantage because they can raise a fuss with yeah. companies right that's why i really wish i knew that pre-order policy that you stated because like i feel like that could be the key because yeah, like as I was saying earlier, like if, if you think that like financially it'll get above like the level of like 10,000, like let's say for example, like with your personal finances that you're going to buy a car and the car, let's say you have a cash and the car ex- amount exceeds like $10,000 or $10,000 exactly yeah, or appro- even approximates it like in order to have like your finances not frozen and for the transaction to going like you should not- notify the financial institution and i think that 
a guy like him would definitely have the wherewithal to like know that and to like notify them. So I'm really wondering like what was like the point where like there, none of this like where I don't know where they lost it where they they're like no sorry we don't care. There's a great meme uh, of somebody who posts like it's like a repost of a Twitter post uh, where it says like I bought a gym membership in my bank account and my bank flagged it as, uh, as suspicious activity. A suspicious activity. <laughs> uh, Thus proving that I would never go to the gym. <laughs> Dude, that happened to me with my Puerto Rico trip. He was like, nah, this guy's like a joyless bastard. There's no way he's going to get out to a trip. You're not going out to do stuff with your life. Yeah. That's, that, that doesn't make it. You go to work every... I mean, it's like, it's like you know, they, they, your bank knows your, spent, your habits as well as any. As Facebook, you know, he goes to work. He buys his gas at this gas station on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. It's like the amount of power these financial institutions have now is insane, which is why Tim got off of... PayPal, right? He's on a parallel economy now. Mm -hmm. uh, and maybe that's what we have to do. You have to literally build your own uh, uh, platform in place to do this stuff right down to how the money is transacted from one person to another. But even then, your bank isn't necessarily safe. No, yeah. The, it's the payment processors, the banks, um, social media giants, and nonprofits that are all in lockstep with each other to yep. make sure that you wouldn't do something so heinous as to publish a comic book. <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's so... It, it sounds insane. <laughs> like, it's apolitical AF. And it's like, yeah, well, the creator isn't. Yeah. So... Uh, and, and basically the the idea here is that like non-liberal <laughs> people don't have a right to work. Like is <laughs> is that what's the the inference that not, we're supposed to be led to? Not even, no. You you have the right to work. You just don't have a right to make any money doing it. Got you're, it. <laughs> you're, just, you're just not allowed to do that. Uh, there's some super chats there. Yeah. Halls and the kids said NYC peeps keep an eye out for Brett and Mary in Times Square. And if you'd be so kind, take a pic and tag them on social media for the Timcast crew. We actually have a screenshot of, of one of them here. We do. We, we do. do. If you see, if you look in the in the uh, middle to the right, love it. Uh, love it. Yeah. You see that? But um, if any of you see it in person, Take we would love to see a picture. That is uh, that, that's a, that's a, a, the best uh, of the photos, too. It's, a, it's, it's very inviting. Hopefully there's people watching now that Coming saw that. Coming soon to a billboard near you in middle America. No. <laughs> <laughs> that, would be, that would be cool, too. I mean, it would be, yeah. So the cows would enjoy. <laughs> um wonky b said what's up pop culture crisis first time super i think you mean super chatter and usual menace in the chat here did you guys see andrew schultz get shadow banned on insta yeah um yeah i saw him post about that on his story earlier name searching himself and his account was not popping up and then you tried it and you said it didn't pop yep. up for you either if, if you typed in his full name and hit enter it would be the one that comes up but if you like normally as you type in a yeah, name autofill it, it autofills the other thing that happened is i had a friend who posted uh, he's he's apolitical he if he sees a problem he's not thinking about it in terms of like people are trying to shadow ban you he's thinking of it in terms of like there's a million reasons the code could be doing this he's, he's a coder um, and he said like he went to try to follow he, he posted a video of it trying to follow Joe Rogan on Insta on Instagram and when he would when he would hit the follow button it would stop and then say like uh, you're you can't follow right now come back at a later time we do this to protect communities like like uh, different communities or something like that and he's like Please just bring back the MySpace days. 
<laughs> I mean, I would love that more than anyone. But d- d- but seriously, Joe Ro- like Joe Rogan is also one of those people that's like I feel bad for him because he like gets like they have to take him so far out of context to make him. All look- he does is ask people questions. Yes, uh, and, and he's just like and anything he says that's that's bad is taken so v- like far out of context that it's actually infuriating. Yeah. Uh, but he's just such like a normie kind of like like I was talking the other day. I said, you know what, we need to make cool again. Stoners. Remember when everyone, when stoners were cool and nobody cared. I'm not saying that's what you should do. I'm, seeing, I'm pretty sure stoners are the wave. Bro. But I'm saying, but it's like there was something joyous about like, bro, dude. Like they just didn't care. <laughs> like in a world of, of political divide and extreme uh, polarization, I just want a bunch of people who don't really care about Is that, that. Joe stuff. Rogan's vibe. That's that's his. That's the Joe Rogan vibe to yeah. me. Ian becomes supreme leader. Yes, <laughs> we could do that. Yes, gems, crystals. Yeah, I, I'm down. I'm, I'm here for it. <laughs> Uh, Caper2x said, add the possibility that PayPal has free use of his money or the interests derived from them. Welcome back, Dane. Hi, oh. Mary. DC boy. That is me. And we're going to talk about DC. DC we're going to talk about DC and Marvel in uh, in Podluck with the... Uh, I considered Comic-Con this year to just... I just rolled my eyes. By the way, so. there's no way... There's no world where I envision. They're like, yeah, we're just going to keep the money because, like, F this guy. I, I see. I, I mean, I, they obviously can't spend it if they just freeze it there. So yeah. it has to go somewhere, right? I, I'm guessing like returns in the in the worst event. Yeah. But then that sucks because then, I mean, it's not a very good business if you don't if you only go and take massive L's financially. So like this will completely disinf. Oh, this word's hard. Disincentivize. Thanks, babe. Uh, <laughs> it'll completely that uh, Eric July. Like, why would he ever want to keep going? Yep. Well, uh, he, uh, he's a he's a hard worker. He's just going to move on. I bet you he goes to maybe he goes to parallel economy like Tim did. So I mean, I hope he sues their ass. Yeah, that, and that's the thing. That might be the only way forward is to just is to just sue them. So yeah. All right, let's move on. Dane, do you wanna you wanna lead for this one? It says Twitch will now let streamers share info on banned users. Yeah, sure. It's, uh, dude, this is the gaming. I'm like increasingly getting disappointed with the gaming community <laughs> because I feel that, you know, the beginning of this whole like progressive, like ridiculousness era began with Gamergate. And it was like gamers that like kind of literally stu- is the thing that never goes away. Right. Well, it, till the day we die, people at least will be talking. The implications about it. of it we <laughs> see everywhere. We will it will go till the day I will be dying on my deathbed and there will be some kid in the hospital talking about Gamergate to his friends on like Neuralink technology. You turn to the nurse and you're just like pull the plug. <laughs> and that kid will be me. Dane Font, Shane Cashman's chief propagandist. I want to go, lady. Just, just yank the IV. I'm out of here. But the the cool thing about gate, I mean, <laughs> Gamergate is literally like horrible people doing thing, doing things to horrible people, and then you know, Spurgs on the internet like reacting. Mm. But the good thing about Gamergate was like gamers were like, you know what, you don't know anything about games like get off our games and let us enjoy it like you don't even play them why should you even care and when they do to an extent and when they do they complain that there's no easy level for for real (laughs) i mean the gaming community is broad and then we've gone from that to i don't know where where they're like at the forefront of like censorship and everything lgbtq and progressive in, in in every aspect like all the all the gaming events being from video games to even like board games they're all they're all like completely masked events 
Yeah. Whereas, like, at all the rest of society is, like, completely, like, transitioning back to yeah. no- normalcy. They're, like, sticking hard and to that. And the health passes that we were talking about yeah, for at Comic-Con. Comic-Con. And this is, like, once again, like, the gaming community. It's not even the community. It's, like, more of, like, their elites trying to, like, signal to, like, the, the global elites. It's like, oh, no, we're cool. Wait, we play touch butt with you guys, and, like, we'll, we'll do this whole censorship things. Okay, well, let uh, me... St- we did play I what? read this incorrectly by thinking um, that, like, multiple channels can opt to block exactly the same people? Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So it's like okay. Well, let's begin. Flag the same people. I'm going to read it. Yeah. Okay. So it says Twitch is rolling out a new safety tool that will allow streamers to share information on users they've banned from their chat. Shared ban info, as the new function will be known, will allow streamers to cooperate in in keeping their communities safe from malicious actors. They love the word safe. The uh, and I, I am not trying to be disrespectful, but uh, the first question that always comes to my mind when I hear that is, what is safety in a digital space? You know, when I think about this, I think about uh, what Twitch allows that on their platform that should be considered against TOS, but they keep it there because it makes a lot of money, like they have sexually like, explicit content yeah, they have is like, on there. Literally four seven. Oh, there there is nobody more industrious than the than the Twitch streaming girls who always find a way. They are literally like professional running backs, dodging blocks. <laughs> they're, they're literally juking and jiving, getting waved. Right? It's honestly, it's very impressive. It is very impressive, ladies. They have like literal softcore pornography on the daily on Twitch, and like as you said, like. They, they keep making rules uh, to the point where they're like skating rules by designing their houses to be like indoor Hot pores. streams. Like nothing will stop the thoughtness. <laughs> no. Nothing, you know? And it's like, it's like a gateway drug to like actual porn because like all these chicks have like... They um, use it to push them to their... Yeah, their OnlyFans only fans accounts. Yep. Yep. And yet like these people are going to like, they're going to talk about like moralizing. It was like, no, well, this is a no-no. It, it Are is there w- a lot of kids using Twitch? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like 12-year-olds. Like, I think the demographic has to be like 10 to 12-year-olds, 13-year-olds. absolutely terrifying. Yeah. I mean, I see like, first off, there's some games that are like rated mature. And you'll see like 10-year-olds being like, pound, noob. And it's like, you have to be oh. 17 to play this, yet you're 10 years old, like, yep. murdering a person <laughs> in game on Twitch. And that's okay. But you can't politely troll someone okay i know like safe means uh you keep thoughts uh safe from having trolls in their chat so you're not not keeping children safe from the thoughts yes you you keep the 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 not just them but anybody any creator you keep them safe from bad words and comments from other people or criticism yeah uh but the children 
are uh, exposed to to that type of yeah. content on the daily. And to be fair, it seems like they try to ban it, and then they just find a workaround. And I well, hate to be the person that's like, no, won't someone think of the children? She doesn't hate that. She's, she's <laughs> fine with that. But, she's like... <laughs> Literally think of the children. It's, um, I don't know. Like, pick what you want your platform to be and yeah. stick to it. Don't ASMR, try to like be underhanded dude, about it. The ASMR stuff is they're wild. That's freaking weird, dude. They're wild. They, like, there's like one that has a prosthetic ear and she like licks the ear. Like, yep. it's a mi- it's a microphone. It's not one. It's that's, that's like a whole thing. Yeah, like, that's like, a whole genre. That's like the industry standard. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like they have their equip. I mean, the company that makes those has to be like absolutely revolutionized right now. Pop culture crisis. We're gonna do it. Uh, I mean, eventually. No, we no, are no, no. no, no. Uh, Mary, kidding. Mary once. Uh, we're like, kidding. Uh, I was once like uh, <laughs> marketing man extraordinaire is like we're kidding. <laughs> we were talking about like e- like there's like eating streams. As far as I'm concerned, that is literal hell on earth. <laughs> the sound of someone eating. I would rather you pull my fingernails. Okay. I I watch mukbangs on YouTube. Uh, just no. No. Uh, and, and the other question is, is, so does having no space for negative pushback at all? That, equate, e- that is safe. Yeah. Does that, that equate safe. to safe self-expression? There is some good things, though. Okay. Like, there, there is a good thing. Okay. Is that you can turn it off. Because, like, these people are getting to the point where I genuinely thought, (laughs) I just can't stop saying thought, Mm -hmm. I genuinely thought that it was going to be, like, compulsory, like, you are recognized as a no-no, and, like, you cannot be here. But, like, what I think it's scary is that, do you guys know about, like, ban lists on Twitter? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, like, how some people, like, literally, like, you're banned by some people Simply because you, you probably like follow Tim. They make yeah, they're called block uh, block bots or blockchains. Blockchain. That's different. I don't know if they use that term anymore because blockchain is, they can't is, now. is, some, is something else. But yeah, like uh, I would find out that I was banned because I'm like, huh, never talked to this person in my entire life, no clue who they are. Why am I banned or why am I blocked? I have no idea. But they just uh, they do that because they want to create the ultimate echo chamber. Well, when you say it's good that you can turn it off, I almost don't even want to give them that because. Uh, social media networks add these different features all the time that are meant to invade privacy and censor people and leave them default on. You have to go out of your way to find out that that feature even exists before you can turn it off, and it's on purpose to surreptitiously add it. So it says, um, it says Twitch details the process on how shared ban info will work. Rolling out today, the shared ban info program first requires streamers to create a sharing request. You can share, you can request to share ban info with others, affiliates, or mutual followers. From what I understand, is it goes both ways. Like if you request it, then they can see yours as well. Uh, you you can request to share band info with other partners, affiliates, or mutual followers. Once that request has been accepted, when one party bans uh, a user from their channel and that user attempts to chat in a channel that is, that has a shared band info connection established, that user's message will be flagged, allowing mods or streamers to ban or simply monitor that user. Um, Man, just like think of the world we are at right now. And, you know, people often like to compare like the days of like 2003 Internet, Wild Wild West. Mm. But literally just think three years ago Yeah. on on YouTube in particular. We now no longer have access to the, to the most useful function in YouTube, which was the dislike button. Yep. Because 
Well, you it, can you, you can use it if you there's uh, extensions for Chrome or for uh, right. You, you shouldn't have to yeah. go to the trouble of all that. But it, I agree. But like, well, you can use it, right? You just can't see the number. Yeah. And now you just get like scam. But that's the thing. You need the number because it used to be that. You, okay, I need a tutorial for whatever for being based, and I'm like. <laughs> being based tutorial and there's a bunch of being based tutorials and i click on one and like the like to dislike ratio would let me know the quality of the video and now unless i have this extension i see like oh good it's got ten thousand likes but a trillion dislikes and you would never know youtube was tired of getting dislike bombed on their youtube rewinds where yeah. they would like invite will smith to be like that's that Well, is- stop inviting this will smith to be like yeah youtube it's not here like get some youtubers why not get pewdiepie youtube YouTube, Good question. youtube never wanted to be youtube they wanted to be mainstream that was uh, a huge part of the problem they invested all that money it's literally in mainstream. broadcast yourself yeah that- the, the motto of the platform should tell you that it's not supposed to be like Netflix. But yep. they, they can't accept that. According to, to, to Tim told me YouTube like like operates at a loss. Like Google keeps it around, but it operates at a loss. It doesn't make I money. didn't know that. Yeah, that's insane to me. That's insane. By the way, uh, since we talked about like uh, a 20 day with a 20, rare 20. Thank you. Um, since we talked about, you know, like stoner supremacy that, that you mentioned, yeah. they, they they keep mentioning Leo season. Leo season? What the hell does that mean? I don't know what that means. It Guys, means I- like the astrological sign Leo, which is mine, by the way. Oh, yes. Like our birthdays are coming up. I got your mm. birthday present, by the way. Oh, thank yes. you. Yep. You'll have to wait and see. Okay. <laughs> um, so they're already becoming like crystal people in chat. Apparently. Why are they all mentioning Leo season though? I don't know. They're like, dang, Leo season, and I'm like, I'm Sagittarius. What? I'm like, I'm a, like a horse human. I'm what? a Cancer. Yeah, you are. Can- oh, <laughs> that's good. That's good. Uh, so I, I just, it does seem like there, there was a, a couple of chats in that were talking about like the internet getting ruined, and, and it's. Uh, I just don't know where safety actually, where safety comes into it there, right? Like, for this channel, for what we talk about, uh, we get, like, I just don't read a whole ton. I read some of the comments. So, like, sometimes I'll go through, like, certain videos because I want to check to see, like, how a certain um, subtopic we covered did or if it gets talked about at all. People say negative stuff. It is what it is. I, I, it will get to me. Like, any, I do believe that anyone who says that it doesn't get to them at all might be not fully self-aware if it, if it affects them. Maybe it's different for everyone, but it feels like for most people, um, the negativity will get to you a little bit. But that's kind of the life. You choose that life if you choose to operate in the public space. It's actually one of the parts I struggle with the most, given that I'm a fairly private person. Uh, like that, having to kind of put yourself in that arena by virtue of your job, whether it's on Twitch, whether it's here doing what we're doing, that can make it uncomfortable. I get that, but you do have to, at a certain point, have to grow up and understand that people aren't going to agree with you all the time, and that negative stuff is going to be said. Yeah, the negativity doesn't bother me, and I don't have a platform nearly as large as some of these Twitch streamers, yeah. so yep. suck it up, I guess. I really <laughs> want to predict, like, what's going to be the next move. So, like, right now, what they're doing is like ban list and the accessibility to share people who are banned. Like, what is the next step for this? Pre-banning. 
You're banned before you even get there. <laughs> it's just minority reports. Just, yeah, it's just it's just like like well, we we saw that you had a social media account through Instagram that had uh, that got you suspended a couple of times. They're Sorry. gonna join up. Yeah, they're uh, they're gonna have blockchains between platforms. Is is Twitch owned by Amazon? Yeah. Amazon, okay. Yeah, so like Amazon will be like, we saw you buy some stuff that we consider questionable. Uh, and they'll pass like, that on. <laughs> Facebook Marketplace saw you buy some stuff yeah. that they consider questionable. You're banned off Instagram. I, I was looking for like a like I, I I got I went down a rabbit hole of like awful shirts the other day. Like like I'm actually continually astounded by like how bad some of the satire political shirts are. <laughs> some of them are pretty good. A lot of them are are very very corny. But I'm just thinking like somewhere on a server, some my my keystroke whoever my FBI agent is here uh, is writing this down, and someday Amazon will then tell some other platform that I looked up those shirts, and thus I will be banned. Dude, I I feel like genuinely super bad for people who don't enjoy shit posting. I don't enjoy. It is people. life's greatest pleasure. No, like no. what do you mean? No, it's, no. it's, it's the greatest. Don't deny that. Meanwhile, I'm over here just like I just want everybody to get along, and then I have to deal with the you know. The, <laughs> I uh, want to get along. We too. would all get along if the shit posters could shit post in peace. I'm not but saying we they can't. Yes, I'm not saying yes, they shouldn't allow the shit posters to shit post. I'm just saying that I'm not. That is not to me life's greatest joy. Okay, not life's greatest joy. Just one of one among of them. them, top three. Among us, Mary's like I love going to church. <laughs> it's like cheese, chocolate, shit posting. I love shit posting on the internet. It, like, yep, right? Yeah, yep. yeah. All right, all right. I mean, it literally brings us together. Fair enough. It does. All right, uh, super chats. <laughs> Bad up. I She's know not- that we told you to ask that question, but we were just kidding. I'm not going to read that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hobbit <laughs> said, can I get a brief explanation of what GG is? Do you want to explain Gamergate game? Oh, my God. Okay. Wow, dude. <laughs> it's like saying, Hobbit, like, where have you been? Would you <laughs> like to understand about the history of the Earth? I've been waiting for this moment <laughs> all my life. <laughs> that was oh, Lord. Okay, dude. Gamergate. That is not Phil Collins. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm straight. Anyway, dude. Gamergate. So, imagine a world. There's this girl. Her name's Zoe Quinn. And she dates, and she's making a video game that's literally called Depression Quest. Yep. Okay? And so she has a boyfriend, and her boyfriend helps make the game for her like she directs it. Unbeknownst to the boyfriend, she is also, let's leave it at dating, the publisher uh, at Steam. I think that's, I, 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 if it's Steam if I remember correctly, that's publishing the game, as well as she's dating... Uh, some guys who are doing reviews. Yeah. And so it co- it becomes public knowledge to the boyfriend that his girlfriend is dating other men. And so he kind of makes a whole like inter- internet board about basically say like, hey, I made this game for her. It's kind of like cringe and like she's been cheating on me with all these guys. And so it, it does several things. One... It does like what liberals hates the most, which is like uh, slut shaming. So like they go and like go complete, like absolute like frenzy over that. And then it really like opens the door into the gaming industry and like how incestuous it is. Because literally like they're designed, published and rated by her boyfriends. And so <laughs> the craziest part being that Zoe Quinn was like 
quite unfortunate looking. <laughs> so the the <laughs> it must be slim pickings uh, in that the, industry, um, huh? Damn. <laughs> the views of the views of Mary Morgan do not reflect that of pop culture crisis oh, or its co Oh, you think Zoe Quinn's hot? I don't even know. But okay, I'm just checking. I don't even remember how she looks like. The only pictures I remember seeing of her were heavily photoshopped, so I don't know. <laughs> the thing is, like, she she starts like freaking out on the internet and getting a lot of sympathy, and then comes the like the first of the four horsemen of the apocalypse, Anita Sarkeesian, and she basically like she is like I think her she's known as feminist frequency. Yep, that was the that that's the website. And basically, like, she takes this opportunity to talk about how, like, ses- sexist, <laughs> I was going to say sexist. Fridging. They're fridging the female characters. Yeah, yeah. And she's basically, like, jumps on this, like, money train and starts talking about, you know, how sexist the gaming industry is. By the way, these girls are on Colbert. These girls are on uh, the UN, like, talking about Yeah, their- they went to the UN to talk about Right. <laughs> And then Sarkeesian like starts a company. Explain the UN thing to them quick. That, that before we move on, uh, they went to the UN to talk about um, sexism in gaming, right? So sure, they went to the UN and talked about sexism in gaming. So it was, like, was, I, I don't know much beyond that. Was it that or was it? Uh, it's, about, it's pretty much that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And um, then like Anita Sarkeesian, she basically starts a GoFundMe or, or you know one of those like money grabs where she's like, I'm gonna make a series. Of you know basically explaining sexism towards women uh, on gaming and like I'm gonna explain all the tropes and why you're sexist and you should give me money to stop the sexism basically mm-hmm. so people give her money to cure the world of sexism and she does like four or three out of like the twelve videos she promises yep. and then stops. And like, th- there's like a bunch of videos explaining like her like her breakdown of like the finances for her company. It's freaking hilarious but the point is like anita sarkeesian goes from being like a fraudulent like businesswoman to being like a literal like 80s movie bully on the internet where she, every time a game has like a mildly attractive women can't have that she's like well isn't this sexist yes and it sure would be a shame if like protesters would protest your game and thus ruining its all the bad press you could get would be very, very unfortunate if that right. bad press were to come. Uh, not explaining to you that the bad press would come because of her and 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 her friends. By the way, no one send this to her. Like yes. she, <laughs> she'll I don't know, get revenge in some way or another. Thank you. I mean, that would be great for the story arc. No, man. I mean it. It would be like, like how does that happen? He's trying to it's date t- me. Twenty twenty two. How are we still talking about this? <laughs> and it's, it was about it was about ethics in games journalism. That was the the crux of it at the start. So let's uh, let's move on. <laughs> okay, Hobbit said PCC ASMR stream on Twitch when never ever yeah. in a million years ever. At least Sorry. not as long as I don't have to be there. Never mind. Okay, I never say never. <laughs> um. Caper2x said, do a, Mary, do a whole podcast with a squeaky voice. Squeaky. That would injure me. So, no. <laughs> Jonathan Harris said, every day the normies are ruining the internet. Bro. 
Every is it day. the normies ruining the internet or is it a small faction of extremists yeah. who are ruining the internet? Yeah, theoretically. And not on the side you think. Theoretically, the normies wouldn't care. It would be the it would be the activists. Normies that, aren't using the internet. Honestly, like they don't use the internet. On their phones. They have they a do, private but, Instagram yeah. account or a private Facebook account. Yeah. They don't use Twitter at all. Yeah. Uh, Twitter is not real life. That is just, the sooner people realize that, the better they and are. And then they're on like Snapchat, but that's pretty much it. So I don't think it's normies who are ruining everything. If normies don't use the internet, where are all these like videos of cat moms drinking wine from? Mm. <laughs> he, he, that's, what they, that's what they like uh, on Facebook from their f- private Facebook account. I love normie internet creators i love it i love like uh like musicians who have like the like it's just them and their family doing family things uh or they make like normie humor content like i love that stuff because it's so uh beautifully apolitical that i don't that i don't have to worry about like a bunch of comments about uh from one side or the other like we get enough yeah. of that at work i don't need that i, I mean, wouldn't I've... say normies are ruining the internet. yes i would I- i've <laughs> never seen this much audience before yeah at least on like on one of my episodes. It's because you're here, Dane. Wow, dude! Like, <laughs> I, it's exciting to be here with yes. all you guys. <laughs> they, lo- they love you. Uh, they really Jimmy Bags eighty six said, "How many dislikes do you think are bot generated?" That's a, that's an interesting question. We we, we mm. talk a lot. We mm. talked about bots the other day uh, about the the Zack Snyder Justice League cut, and they're like the whole thing was a house of cards created by I bots. Mean, not any more than the likes are bot generated, though, yeah. right? That's the thing. It's impossible. I know to that know. the the dislike for YouTube Rewind was organic. You can always. Oh, yeah. It's it's weird. You can always tell when it's organic. That's that's what's weird about. Like I, I was talking about how like everything at Comic Con to me, it maybe it's organic, but it feels forced. Like mm-hmm. it, it doesn't feel that real to me. Like so much of the maybe that's just my own like bias creeping in that I'm just because I don't care. I'm assuming that everybody else doesn't care, <laughs> but it 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 feels that way. Dude, chat is. Lit today. It's incredible. I want to <laughs> live there. <laughs> uh, Wonky B said, for Mary fixing my typo on the spot like a pro. Perfect. No problem, dude. You're welcome. Jonathan Harris said, YouTube definitely operates at a loss between storing all those videos and bandwidth costs, probably why there isn't a good competitor. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I know that like, uh, like the company here uses Rumble for a lot of the, like for the, a lot of the other content, like a lot of all the Timcast stuff goes out to Rumble, right, Dane? Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I know the chat is a beautiful, amazing place to be, Dane. They're so <laughs> I funny. Need, I need you here. So right now. I need you here. Okay, uh, I'm here, babe. Uh, uh, the like they use Rumble, right? Like IRL uses Rumble, but I know that it's like yeah. uh, we post like, it later. But it's like it's hard. Like it's just getting that uh, alternative platform is just difficult. I mean, I had somebody who's like like sticks Hexenhammer uploads to all. He loves alt. I love alt that tech, guy. And he's like he talks about Daily Motion. And I'm like, it's let's Daily be real. Motion bit shoot. Um, Minds, mean, yeah, they they reference Mines, all of them. Gap, Odyssey, Odyssey, Rumble, yeah. Odyssey. Yeah. Odyssey. I think yeah. it's Odyssey. That's uh, a really adorable way of saying Odyssey. Yeah. Uh, but it's d- not spelled like Odyssey. Isn't it Odyssey? It has. C. I think the like when is a ma- modern tech company spelled anything the way it's it supposed your, to be spelt? Like your eyes, they see. 
the video. Well, I, it, the point is that, like, no, you know, those channels, they always pale in comparison to what their YouTube growth is like. So, mm -hmm. yep. you, you know, but but to the Rumble subject, it's like when you compare, like, the sheer amount of users on YouTube with Rumble, like, it's honestly, I mean, like, Rumble's doing a great job. They're expanding, like, very rapidly. And, you know, at least, like, the owners say all the right things at exactly the right time. But still, like, the user base in YouTube is, like... It's meta, like. Yeah, and with the amount of bots that are on Twitter, I would guess Gab might have more organic. Yeah. Uh, interactions. Or get on Truth Social. <laughs> yeah, Truth Social. <laughs> I love I love Trump using Truth Social and not like I, I don't like even if they unbanned him from Twitter, it would be really funny if he just posted on Truth Social, but then only like posted <laughs> the picture of the Truth Social post on Twitter. Yeah. Dude, his message to Biden for COVID was like that was classic. Oh, well, it, it borders on. I miss me. him. I miss him. Sometimes I just miss the way you said China. <laughs> China. <laughs> Halls and the kids said, words literally can't hurt you. Safety for words isn't real. It's wizardry to get you to give control of your mind and your behavior to others. Right about that. But I, I do think, and I think we've had this discussion before. I said, when you're in high school or you're in junior high, there is such a thing as online bullying because you can't escape what's around you when all the kids you go to school with are connected to that world, right? So if somebody posts something embarrassing about you, you can't just ignore it if then a bunch of kids at school are talking to you about it. So it's not as black and white as it seems. Ereptas mm -hmm. of Stet said, happy to see Dane talking about the simple pleasure of shit posting. Amen. It's so real. Uh, Hava Owens, haven't seen you in a while. Been a while. Mike David from Red Bar is the king of messing with people who take themselves too serious. Love to see your show grow, guys. Keep up the great work. Thank you. I want to see will. my sweet angel Waffle Sensei. Uh, where's Waffles been? He's, he's in the chat usually. Yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, he's reforming his life and making pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> you know? He comes He'll back. He'll come back rebranded. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Bad App said, don't trust anyone in their 30s with a lip ring. Noted. Was that Zoe Quinn? Did Z she have a lip ring? Yes. I don't know. And those, that's a hard and fast rule to live by, my friend. <laughs> don't, don't do it. <laughs> he learned from experience. Don't do it. Bad App also said, what do you think Dane's search history looks like? People in their 30s with lip rings. Wouldn't you like yeah. to know? <laughs> is that it? <laughs> that is everything. All right. Uh, now comes the time that my friends get to complain and I get to just... Uh, and I get to calmly respond. So we are going to review <laughs> the Netflix movie, The Gray Man, starring Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans. So before we get started, I'm just going to say I take all of your criticisms with absolutely, I, I give it z about as much validity as I can, <laughs> but I'm going to hold my ground Can we here. all rate out of 10? Right now? Yeah. Fair enough. Go ahead. Two. Wow. Maybe one. Six. No, you know what? I just got to give it a, like a 6.5 so it like adds out to 7 because it was a movie without, you know, like propaganda yep. to a degree. So literally just out of that. That's what I would have given. I would have given it a 6.5. What is wrong with you guys? I would have given it a 6.5. We're closer uh, every day. Okay, Wait, it's so. a 2. Uh, okay, so I want you to tell... Okay, so the, the movie is basically... It's about a guy named Six, played by Ryan Gosling. He's in prison because he, he, uh, he killed his father. I have no idea why he's still in prison when, like... It was the, de it was the textbook definition of, like, what happens. Like, uh, abusive parents. Like, he would have gotten out at 18. But the point is, he's recruited by the government, like the Suicide Squad, to be a CIA agent by the uh, estimable, estimable Billy Bob Thornton. 
and then uh, basically the idea here is that they're off the books. He's part of a group of off the books CIA agents who uh, can be denied at any time. And then Reggae Jean Page's character, who I, I truly believe was like he was like my favorite part. Every time he was on screen. I, I was having a time in my life. Uh, he, he wants to take him out and basically hires Chris Evans' character of Lloyd, and my God, does he look like a Lloyd in this, in this movie, uh, to take him out in what becomes extremely comical in certain places, uh, and that is the plot of the movie because Lloyd kidnaps uh, the daughter of the person that, uh, that Six was trained by who he had protected in the past, and that is the basic but also somewhat convoluted explaining of the plot uh, what uh, what are your gripes? Oh my god! Oh, I wanna... Um, I don't know. I had some notes that I took during like when I was watching that aren't actually notes. They're just like little snarky comments about the delivery of things. I thought uh, Regan Page sucked. I loved it. Who? It, he sucked. His delivery sucked. Let me rephrase that. I think if he had gotten some comeuppance at the end, comeuppance. <laughs> it would have been it would have actually been very good. Also, it would really help me if I like knew enough of the characters' names, but they're not remarkable enough. I just want to say I'm so proud of you for for you're like me, like we, we like to we're like the literature student student didn't read the book leads classroom discussion. I mean, yeah. This, <laughs> this, we watched okay, it this time. Let me let me say some lines from the movie that really were just <laughs> painful to hear. Mm -hmm. Got it. Um <laughs> he throws Six's phone out the window and says, Looks like you need a new phone. <laughs> How's that? Um, Not good. <laughs> how about we don't chew gum in this house? I was that okay girl. With that. I, that girl. I loved, pissed me off. I loved the. Okay, so basically, this character is. Uh, it's just. I'm going to explain. No, okay. it's just Kid Leia. It's just Kid Leia all over again. It Why do they do th this? They make kids in movies so annoying. I know. I swear, it's like. It actually is propaganda in and of itself. It makes people hate children. <laughs> what? It makes people hate children because they make them out to be so annoying. By the way, me and... Okay, so Mary, co Mary comes up to the studio. Sorry, Brett. And she tells me, what do you think about the movie? And Brett's like, guys, don't talk about it. And we literally lock eyes and we talk... And we, like, share what we dislike about the movie. And... Literally everything she's saying is what I don't like about the movie. It's incredible. <laughs> the dialogue in this movie is terrible. It's it's just like, oh, this is the plot. I am moving the plot. You must do this. My character thinks this way. Uh, it's just the Here's worst dialogue. One. I forget who said this. I believe it was, was it Chris Evans? I think it was Chris Evans. He said, just make it painless. You understand on the phone. No, that was uh, that Who was said that? Um, Billy Bob Thornton's character of Fitzroy said that because uh, he said okay. that about the guy that he. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm gonna push back a little bit. Okay, I'm gonna. Push and back. then there's the, the no 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 because then there's the scene where like they're fighting but there's fog so it's hard to see no. things. The the opening it's scene. Like, when we were talking about the score being generic. rather generic yeah, and was. about. Like how that could indicate that the story is extremely generic. It lived up to all of that and more. 
Thank you. It was completely like one of the most generic action movies, action thrillers I've ever seen. It is very soulless. It, it is very soulless. Uh, I do think, okay, this is what I'll, I'll push back and on. And sexless. The, they, Let's they actually, touch on that too. They, they referenced that in, the, in an article that I found. So basically, the idea here is that uh, the character they ruined the most, the actress who I love in almost everything she's in is Jessica Henwick and she plays the really annoying CIA person. She's awful. She's awful in She's the worst she is, in the whole movie. She's a, if, what a Literally a CIA Karen who then goes com- <laughs> goes completely against her own moral. Like she's like, oh, we're just shooting cops in the street now, and then later she threatens to kill a kid. Like, what are you talking about? And then there's another thing where there's the 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 one guy who actually I had some hope for was the the um the what's the character's name? Uh, Avik San, uh, that guy, the guy who's like chasing uh Ryan Gosling's character through Berlin. That guy's all cool, and he's like, he's relenting, he's going after them. And he, I watched this dude kill a bunch of cops, and yeah. then when he gets back, he finds <laughs> out they kidnapped a child. He's like, these are not honorable yeah. people. I'm like, you just killed a bunch of people doing their job. He's like, that now if he had said, they're not going to pay me, I'm not doing this. And then given the, it, basically he gave the flash drive back to him because he's like, they're not, he's like, these are not honorable men. That makes no sense. If you had said, he refused to pay me, here's the drive. That makes sense. He didn't do that. Dude, that was the most cringe moment of the whole movie. He, like, he was literally choking a woman to death and like mid-choke, he, he's like, you know what? I've had a change of heart. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the hell? And by the way, we, in, in this podcast, we often talk about suspending disbelief, right? It was really hard to suspend disbelief and see Chris Evans portraying a man. He's all he, he's also very like it looks like he's doing a weird Jim Carrey impersonation. No, yeah. I was thinking like, the same way, the way he was moving. Yes, he's it doing was very like like he was bombastic. Like he had just watched like him play Robotnik in the Sonic movie. Oh my god! He's like, he's like, I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna channel that the, for my the, Lloyd character. Because of having a mustache, yeah. that's enough the, for you to. The great, the the best line in the thing is when he call when when Ryan Gosling says like trash dash, it just leans Lloyd. That was like the only line of dialogue that I really liked. I didn't mind the line about chewing gum because they call back to it at the end. Uh, no, they call back to it at the end, but it's like, I didn't okay, so the, what? It was a bad piece of dialogue. <laughs> Then, like, that, it was just an example I wrote down because I was so bothered by if, the little girl. If there had been more scenes <laughs> between the Claire, the daughter, and Six where when he was protecting her, if there had been one or two the more niece. scenes that yeah, really... Yeah, their attachment to each other did not click. Like, it didn't make At any all. sense. If they had given one or two more scenes that allowed them to break down the barrier between him being... Uh, the emotionless dude that he is uh, and allowed him to kind of develop that bond more so, that would have made the impact of him coming to save her at the end more meaningful, right? Yeah. I don't think that girl, given the dialogue, did a horrible job. She's older. She it's did. not like she was be- beating people up, except she did do that thing at the end with the flare, but that was... The, but And then, yes, it is extremely sexless because the, the women can't be hot and, uh, and want to have sex with men because that would make them sex objects. So they have to let Anna de Armas, who's like one of the most beautiful women in the world, Word. look like a freaking... Like just they put her in a pantsuit. Yes. Uh, and Jessica Henwick, who is a gorgeous woman as well, they both have to look masculine the whole time. Dude. Which 
No, just no. Uh, if they had, if they had uh, allowed him to get into some type of uh, romantic, some type there was of romantic, even, re- like some type of hinting at that, yes. right? If they had done that, they it would have, it would have forgiven the lack of uh, sense that it made for him to go and save this little girl. Dude, right? that girl was horrible. I didn't hate her. Like before the last fight, where where they're like. Like, but she's, just perco- she's not talking down to him. She's just precocious and talking back okay, to Brent. him. That's different. Sure. Like, cool. But like that. I mean, not cool. It wasn't cool. But yes, the thing is, like, okay, fine. I mean, this he likes Ben Affleck as Batman, guys. All I'm saying. It keeps manifesting. Anyway, so they're about to be like, <laughs> screw the guns. Let's fist fight. And this girl, who's just seen like a bunch of explosions, she's like, oh my god, don't fight the bad guy. I, I need to be here for some reason for moral support. That was so, so, so annoying. And then he just tells her she's like, like don't, hey, don't do it. it's just another Thursday. And, and she's like, okay, that's enough for me to go. It's like, what do you mean? It's supposed to be. Like all her tears instantly dry yes. up. She's really? like, it's like, yes. Okay. Uh, the, it's the catchphrase. The, I get it. I will talk that I, I love the color grading of the movie. I love the intro fight scene in the nightclub. Uh, I love the way that that was shot in silhouette, similar to how they did that in Skyfall. I enjoyed most of the scene with him handcuffed to the bench in Berlin. I thought that that was inventive in the way that they handled that, though blocked and shot a little bit um, chaotically. Most of the CGI was pretty bad, and I do have to ask where the hell the $200 million went because I didn't see (laughs) $200 million worth of money in this movie, unless... All of it went to Evans and Gosling. Probably. I find bad CGI incredible in action movies. It, didn't bo- it, it doesn't bother me. But I I'm love saying, it. Like, I, there, there's, there's very like uh, real Russo. Uh, there's trademark Russo shots. Um, there's a lot of uh, dolly pan forward as somebody's coming towards the dolly to speed up the shot. That's a Russo Brothers staple. There's uh, a lot of those sweeping shots of the city when they do the title oh, cards. No, no. The, the drone footage that was like in between it's, a lot of scenes yes was like going upside out like flying everywhere it was so jarring and annoying it, but it's a staple to their creative style so it feels in line with like what they did with captain america there's also um one thing that i was worried about that there's like an opaque look to a lot of the stuff the russo brothers make that feels very washed out and that's not the case in this there was a lot of really interesting choices as far as how they looked at color i understand that i'm looking at this through the lens of like I'm not looking at it through whether it was a super entertaining movie or not. I I it liked only Ryan, matters if it's entertaining. I liked Ryan Gosling's character enough that it forgave the the other stuff. Would I watch it again? No, I'm not. I'm not going to watch this movie again. That's, but the lack of the like, I, I do think that there's propaganda in here. Really, it's light. I think it's propaganda that the that the female characters are all uh, fighting at the same level as men. When we know that that's not the way. I it mean, but that's every movie. action movie. Well, that's like, what I'm saying. Like, it's but I'm saying it's light compared to what you would normally see. I liked Dick Hedge uh, Reggae Jean Page's character. I thought he was, but I wanted to see him get his that was come the up. Corniest but, delivery of any Th- like that villain. line was worse the remove yourself from my personal space oh line. that guy was that horrible so dumb. That, that guy was the worst but he but she like that was where i thought i saw it. like when when he do, when he says that to her when she says that to him in the beginning i'm like no cia agent who's dealing with like death overseas and like the the protection of a nation is going to be like get yourself out of like, my personal yeah space. it was but, an eye roll both but times th- but then when he pulls it back at the end i was okay with that because he's a dick and it makes sense that he's a dick but they none of these characters got any nothing bad happened to them, dude. They're right. just as they watched. They stood by 
the 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 Susan, the the Suzanne or whatever they ruined Jessica Henwick with in this movie, stood by and watched a whole bunch of cops get murdered. And then somehow complains, but then threatens to kill a child, and all three of them come back at the end. Is the idea here that uh, lit working in covert operations is that they're they're you know they're morally gray anyways? I get that, but that's not what you go to a movie like this for. You want to see a conclusion. But like the ending. Oh my god! Listen again, man. Now I'm reconsidering my number rating. Can I can I change it? Yes. Five. Okay. Five point five. So it's a six, and at least above average. The ending was abysmal. But like before yes. talking about the ending, they should have made a public service announcement before this movie is like, hey, everyone, you cannot get stabbed as many times no. as Ryan Goslin <laughs> and survive. He just kept getting stabbed over and over and, and over. And like nothing happened. Like, like they through the hand. He stabs him in the shoulders like it's fine. Yeah. 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 And like through yep. the hand, it's like, oh, I can still like somehow make a fist with it. Also, the line where he's like, Who, nobody throws a loaded gun. That was actually fine until she like nagged him about it. Where like, uh, it, remember, like he throws the gun up to her and she's like, why did you throw? Why didn't you throw me the, the magazine? He's like, nobody throws a loaded gun. I thought that that was awful until they like use that line again later. So that was actually a fair bit of um, clever reuse of reuse of dialogue later on in the film. But her saying that, I'm like, oh, my. Stop it. Uh, and she's just, she's so bland in this movie. Anna de Armas is fantastic. And she's just yeah, she is. so bland and uninteresting in this movie because the dialogue won't let her be hot. It won't let her be, <laughs> it won't let her be any type of uh, anything other than generic uh, male action hero, but not played by male. You oh. know what? You're actually right because at one point she's like, my career. <laughs> you know, like. No, another um, part of the dialogue that happened between. Um, what was her, What was Anna Diarmas's uh name? Danny. Oh, also. Yeah. Between. This has been going on for like, I've known this for like 10 years. They always give uh, female characters in these types of movies guy names. Yeah. It's always yeah. Max or Dan. Yeah. Uh, always. Yeah, I don't like that. Yep. Um, but yeah, one of the, the pieces of dialogue between Six and Danny, when they're in the car and he is in the trunk, um, he's like, why should I trust you? And she's like, because I just saved your life. Yeah. And then he's like, good point. Like, I swear I've heard that same dialogue in like, 10 different other movies um and there, was, there was a point it's just so repetitive like i can't stand watching the same thing over and over that's why i don't usually gravitate towards action movies or action thrillers like they return to the same stupid themes and lines over and over again it doesn't bother like I said, that doesn't bother me in this but this is the thing is i love this genre so i give a lot of leeway <laughs> in this stuff because i love this genre of film uh, I do think that one of the, the the scenes that had the most promise that could have shown the movie had more was going in a completely different direction was the scene where he gets pushed in the trap door. That was actually very clever and inventive, the, the way the guy traps him in the in the trying to take his photo. Um, and then he traps him in the well, and then he gets out by uh, flooding the well uh, and then setting off the explosion. How do his legs work? What do you mean? Like he took like a gigantic I know, right? fall. I know. Uh, but yes, none of the none of the scenes in which he gets stabbed, like he never seems to show any damage. <laughs> that was the to best it. part. Uh, but that's uh, th that's besides the point. So I, I I give it a six to a six point five. Can we talk about the ending though? Yes. So the ending, 
basically he like rescues the girl and run away with her. But dude, you're on like every single CIA list. Yep. Like you're just gonna get murdered well, two hours later. Technically, like how is this a happy ending? That's Te- Gray Man too. Yeah. The uh, the idea is they they're they're pitching it for a sequel. This is based on a book. I have not read the book. Um. So uh, it, it is it is interesting to see. And, and they killed off. Uh, Billy Bob Thornton and Billy Bob Thornton was like the best actor in this movie besides Ryan Gosling. Nah, he was okay. Billy Bob he was Thornton, like, I don't right. want a part of this. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, the scenes, okay, the the scenes with his like the flashbacks with his dad, which are super sporadic and not really important at all. Not like it's like it's supposed to like in, inform you as to why he is the way he is. But it doesn't really. It didn't need to be there. This movie People was too. People thought I was a monster. <laughs> this movie, was, I was like, dude, you killed your dad, who was like nearly killing your brother. Courts understand that well, kind of right. thing. I'm sure you would have gotten out before. Uh, also, I think some of the timing uh, confused me when it was 2003 in the beginning. He yeah. was in jail, and then it says 18 years later. So I'm like, okay, present day. Yep. But then it d- it does a bunch again. then, uh, like it shows you a lot then, and then it says current day yeah but like how is 18 years later not putting you back in current day uh because it wouldn't have been 18 years later from when the next then the next flashback from 2003 would, would have been then there was the flashback of him with billy bob thornton and alfrey Wooders character remember she's smoking cigarettes so that wouldn't have been 18 years later it would have been less time from then it did another flashback. Yes, yeah. Okay. To to her, that's that informs you where her character ends up, and that's another thing. They wasted her too. She's a she's a great actress. She kind of gets uh, compared to Viola Davis in a lot of ways, and they're, and they're both very very talented uh, performers. But she's only in it for you know uh, a couple of minutes here and there. They also wasted uh, Callan Mulvey, the the dude who plays like number uh, number four at the beginning. The, the other gray man that he takes out. Uh-huh. Like, that guy's a great actor. He was in Batman vs. Superman. Um, I know. Uh, but he's, he's a great He had a great uh, run on the show Power. Uh, so a lot of those actors who I would have liked to have seen more of throughout the movie, certainly more than what they did with Jessica Henwick's character, because she was the one bright spot in a very dark world that was the show Iron Fist. She was the one good thing about that show. And in this, she's just whiny and annoying. And that haircut is literally the stuff of nightmares. <laughs> what I didn't like about that guy was it, he was like, I know you just killed me, but I have this trust with you. Yeah. Like, I'm going to put my life's mission on you. Like, so, okay, okay, dude. Like, I don't know where $200 million went, <laughs> but I don't see it here. The, yeah, I don't think that Netflix is the the future of feature-length films. Not if I they're making so. these. I mean, like, here's the thing. It looks cheap. They they could do... Like, the Russo brothers did really good work with Marvel. Uh, like I said, a lot of the articles that I read would reference their stuff, would reference Captain America... Uh, the Winter Soldier, and almost all of them put in parentheses, the best Marvel, still the best Marvel movie. But in this case, it just, uh, Chris Chris Evans didn't work as uh, as wacky, crazy, uh, nutty serial killer as spy Dane guy. Said, he didn't work as a man. He For real. Like, um, <laughs> he, was just... he said something about like Ryan Gosling. He said something about six is like a $5 haircut. And I'm just like, What? What? Yeah. This is horrible. For some so, reason, I think Chris Evans and I think painted nails. <laughs> and I, I, I don't even know. And a lip piercing? Maybe. In no. his 30s. In his 30s. <laughs> Just for me, uh, like I said, the propaganda was minimal and it was, uh, it was an inoffensive time at the cinema for the genre. Maybe I'm out of touch, but like, I really don't think most films are that heavy on propaganda. These uh, days. It, uh, I don't think they are. 
at the, at the big, I know the, it's like pandering to be TV like, I'm on pop a, a show called Pop Culture Crisis, so I'm going to act like all movies no. are heavy-handed propaganda. To me, They're it not. happens more in the television. It, there's much more room for it in television oh shows God. than there is in movies. Like that first lady show. The, the, the re- yeah, no, because like, uh, okay, like uh, most of the CW shows, right? They do a fir- the first two seasons are fine, inoffensive superhero stuff. Then the propaganda starts in season three because they don't know where else to go with the story. So they're just like, make everything this or make yeah. everything that. Yeah. That's I'll so. call it out when it's there. Yeah. And what you pointed out that was propaganda is almost it's uh, baked it's- into people's sensibilities yeah. at so much now yeah. that they might have done that unintentionally. The the five the, the the female spy who's ninety pounds that can beat up five Navy SEALs will <laughs> always bother me. It will always because they never do it in a way that looks realistic. Like maybe that could happen. Just let them shoot the guys. Or right? just make them like good at martial arts so they no, can no, evade no. someone. Not I don't even know. that. Not even that because uh, a five foot tall 90 pound girl that kicks a 280 pound dude it's not going to register she is well, Latina, I mean, though. being being able to evade somebody yes get away than being able to beat them up they like, did a fair amount of the, a, a good with that with like the black widow character like coming down yeah. from like uh re- like rappelling down and using her momentum to knock people over but when they're doing it here i see her punching a guy and you literally see the dude like working to throw himself backwards and you just i'm like have her pull out her gun and shoot them She's a morally gray CIA agent. She does not need to beat them up with her bare hands mm-hmm. and make it look unrealistic. Just shoot them. I mean, she is Latina. They come with anger. Those Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> and, uh, and like I said, I think that it uh, it doesn't, it, like Anna de Armas is, is, is misused in this. I think uh, Jessica Henwick is misused in it. The other guy, the, the one spy, the, I don't, the, the character's name is Avik San. And the guy says, these are not honorable people. It literally <laughs> looks like, I was like, they're, they're planning for a spinoff for this dude. I can already see it. Oh, and yeah. then he says that. And I'm like, I hope it's called honorable people. All he had to say was they didn't pay me. Here's your stupid drive. That's what he would say in that situation. Please, somebody, <laughs> God, do a script rewrite. You do it, Brett. I will do that for them. Not <laughs> you know, free of charge. The issue I've seen with like Netflix movies, it's like, with Ryan Gosling, Anna de Armas, Chris <laughs> Evans, mm-hmm. and that it's like they they don't get a character that fits them. They just like, well, we got a bunch of names. Enjoy. I thought like, Ryan Gosling played six fine. I mean, I, yeah, he's like the good generic action guy. I don't right. think it has much depth. I don't no. know if it's meant to. It's not meant to. Yeah. Um, let's do super chats. Slavki Nikki said, I know a woman in the games industry that almost ruined our friendship over Gamergate. I at least appreciate she says I was right. She also knows Zoe Quinn, Anita Sarkeesian, and even Brianna Wu. I just wanted to play video game. <laughs> Word. Nothing wrong with that. F off said, back when I was in school, if anyone from my school said anything about me online, I handled it after school. <laughs> Kids are too soft nowadays. Fair enough. Um, I don't know. Bad app. I'm not reading that. <laughs> Hobbit said, homeschooling for the win. Amen. Jonathan Harris said, back in my day, bullying was settled 1v1 with 1v1 Rust. Base. Hopefully not the Rust I'm thinking of. No, That's Rust a, is, a, is like the default map in uh, Counter-Strike. Okay. Um, Nathan Settlemeyer said, my son Rylan is nine today. Give him a shout out. Hello. Shout Happy out, Ryan. Happy nine. birthday. All right. Uh, Corey Bullig sent us $10 with no message. Thank, Thank you. Thank you, Corey. Caper2x said, sounds like the femme Nikita snark away, Mary. 
I want to point out that uh, a good example of a show that was unabashedly hilarious and fun was the Nikita remake on the CW back in like 2010 with Maggie Q. Fantastic show. Lindsay Fonseca ended up being kind of a nutty feminist, but the rest of it. Fonseca, just for reference. Glorious. FF said, Dane is the only one who actually celebrates crisis parties. Get giggy with it, Dane. Jiggy. Jiggy. I'm usually it's reading. It's with a J. I'm, uh, but that's like. Bro, it's Unless you mean giggity. Mary is so Gen X. Like, you don't even know the Will Smith song? Hmm. Getting jiggy with it. That's spelled with a G, though? No, with a J. Was yeah, it? it's spelled with a J. Okay, well, I, I, I just gave him the benefit this, of the doubt. This guy. I know his song. I'm, so, I, I'm way J, okay? more interesting in Spanish. Gold Macro said, Thank I you. thank God every day my mom taught me the priceless skill of not giving a damn what people I don't care about think. Mute them, go play some games, read some books. All the chumps are irrelevant. That's that's what I end up doing. Like for me, it's just like if I read a bunch of negative stuff about me, it's just uh, put your phone away, go do something else. For me, it's skating. Um, what else? We How about have? Owens? Hava Owens said, sorry for being MIA crew, but it's great to catch y'all live. It's also great to have Dane bring the heat, like always. Thanks for the crisis warning. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Jonathan Harris said, Dane, no, Rust was the map in Modern Warfare 2. He right. Um, every time I see Jonathan Harris, I think of the actor Jared Harris, who's uh, it, there's a really funny line where they talk about him being in, uh, he's this great actor. He was great in Fringe. Uh, and then they put him in Morbius, and he just looks really unhappy the whole time because he's in Morbius. <laughs> Um, someone said the young girl in gray man talked too much, tried to act like an adult comedic relief and wasn't funny. Very true. Um, at least like with Leia, it was annoying because, uh, they're like literally like, she's like correcting him and, and like mate and like making him seem inferior. Uh, we'll talk about she Hulk. It's got nothing to do with kid, but the inferior thing bothers me. But in this, it just felt like, uh, a kid that's precocious and kind of feels uh, uncomfortable with someone and deals with it by talking. But you're right. Kids are never allowed to actually talk like children in movies and television shows. Yeah, I think it's because they want people to hate children. That's why I think they do it. Um, <laughs> There's just the writers like, that's really cute the way you wrote that. And they're like, we can't have that. No, Screw I literally, kids. Yeah, yeah, I literally think they do that. My thing is like how like emotional, like her emotions would be like, oh my God. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> said Mary's way too critical Jiggy with it My bad To cope I'll go run some game uh, uh, Spit some game Run some game Spit game Run spit game Spit joke Game Run your shit Grab that glass No 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 uh, Alright <laughs> Alright we're gonna move on And we're gonna talk about uh, We're gonna do a A very 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 brief Comic Con discussion here I just don't Care And I love it It's the The best part is like uh, These characters uh, DC lost here marvel wins the weekend but does anybody really care like there's just too much now well uh, what I, choice did dc have caper, when they can't show what they've got coming yes. up in the next year caper 2x uh will may, may disagree uh, i don't know how caper 2x feels about the movies but i see all the stuff that gets announced and i just there's they should just <laughs> i think the big thing is they, they've moved on and they're doing uh they're doing television now and it's just too much stuff all the time there's just too much stuff coming out. Like you look at the list and I'm like, I don't want to the, it, a lot of the people in the chat, if they watch our channel, they might watch uh, uh, comics matter with you boy, Zach. That's a channel that talks comics. He had a very prof uh, profound statement the other day. He says nowadays, Marvel movies and TV shows feel like homework. 
and uh, and all of the trailers feel like pop quizzes. Like you don't actually care, but you feel like you need to know. How so? I don't like know. he says. Like when you watch the trailer, right? They're like, oh, there's this obscure character from this uh, issue oh, yeah. of yeah. That's what it feels like. I mean, Ant Man. The joy, the joy is no longer there, and I understand. I'm saying that as somebody who just doesn't care about Marvel, but that's what all of it feels like. So, of all the trailers that you guys, did you watch any of the trailers? No. Sorry. Okay. Did you? You? I what, watched all. Of what? Them. Uh, what's one that you liked and one that that particularly uh, offended you? Um, there were none that I liked. I loved. Here's one that didn't offend me: Dungeons and Dragons. Okay, you were okay with the that Dungeons didn't and offend Dra- me. Okay. Uh, I, I imagine that there's people who play Dungeons and Dragon in the chat, or, or, or uh, the the comments seem to be fairly pleasant well, comments, about it. No, but the comments are just a bunch of Marvel and DC yeah. like sycophants. Yeah, it doesn't matter what you put in front of them; they'll like it. Um. And then a lot of it was like you're announcing a new season of a show that's already running. Yes. And I'm not invested in it, so why should I care? Yeah. Why should I care about the 11th season of The Walking Dead <laughs> that has less than half of its original cast yep. that we've been asking to end the show for years? So, uh why I Why should I care yeah. about the second season of of Chucky? Yeah. Yep. Like I don't care. The the interview with the vampire one was uh, that was fine yeah, until they had the, just. Um, I didn't care for it, but I I don't really I never read the I never read the books. <laughs> I don't even know if I can or, say I it on YouTube. I didn't read the book. Uh, I saw interview with the vampire like the 1994 movie once a long long time ago. I don't really care. I loved the trailer for Shazam: Fury of the Gods. I think Zachary Levi is a a fantastic actor and uh there's a lot of heart in that trailer and i think the Mm -hmm. the the jokes land like his his humor playing a child in an adult's body lands for me he talks like a child in an adult's body uh in that maybe yeah i (sighs) the part where he's talking uh, okay also anything with lucy lou in it i'm pro I I love Lucy Liu, so her being in that is really, really good. Uh, I'm bummed that they got rid of uh, the character who played, the the actress who played superhero Mary, who who does the transformed version of that in the first one, is not in the sequel. Um, I believe that's comic book accurate uh, as to how it's done in the comic books. But Michelle Borth is the actress who played superhero Mary, not the young version of Mary in the original, and they got rid of her for the sequel, so... Um, that bummed me out, but I thought that it looked fun, and that's all I'm looking for here. The Black Adam trailer just looked annoying. Like I don't like. I'm gonna watch it, but in, but it's like it, it looks like a serial killer with superpowers, and it goes against the Rock's like, type of charisma. I saw oh, yeah, that in exactly. The... That's what I was thinking. Like I I wanted to say this earlier, and I was like, mm, don't start talking about it now. But like the Rock is supposed to be uh, someone who plays himself usually, yeah. and himself is like someone who's rather like jovial and funny right and this was just like what if this guy you like was actually a murderer (laughs) i don't really understand the angle of it dc was at a disadvantage because they can't market any of their movies because one of them involves amber heard okay this is the other thing somebody I, i do believe that given everything that happened with ben affleck the fact that they can't seem to get superman right everything that happened with Zack snyder and the justice league ezra miller Amber Heard. Jason Momoa just got into a car accident with a motorcycle. Somebody broke a mirror or went under a ladder at DC and they need to do something about it now. 
They should just become the Batman company and like quit while they're ahead. They already are the Batman company. But like exclusively. Because the thing about Superman. Superman is outdated. Like Superman is just like. He's like a Jesus allegory dude. And it's like an atheist country. I think uh, that's not true. I don't think so. I I don't know. I read. uh, It is true. What do you mean? I read a thesis paper from a friend of mine in high school that was about Batman versus Superman. And it was from like a Catholic perspective. Should I bring up the article that I was. Looking at like I, I mean look, you can go look, ahead yeah <laughs> I, uh, we we're, we're, did you uh, want to talk about that uh, yes you I, got two out of three Hobbit uh, uh, <laughs> yeah should we talk about that I, I mean he, I mean sure uh, I just I don't think that Superman is as much of a Jesus allegory as you're saying I, I think, think he, he's more of an Ubermensch allegory hmm. it, that's which is very secular and um, scientific like empirical I mean he's all, he's all about suffering and like sacrificing himself you know and he's like. The, the like his power is like from the sun and like the sun you know it's like it's such like uh, a religious metaphor like typically uh mm. father mike schmidt he of dies YouTube, and goes be born of youtube's ascension jesus okay uh of youtube okay father mike father mike schmidt uh father mike schmidt's of youtube's ascension presents explains why god allowing suffering uh why god allows suffering using dc's injustice as an as an analogy so uh they actually do that i don't know if we need to go into it i I do agree with him that it is uh, a religious metaphor i do not uh a religious allegory i do not believe it's outdated and i do not believe that this country is uh, entirely secular anymore it's not entirely secular i think hollywood wants you to believe that it's entirely can i present my argument a little more yeah because like so like he it wasn't his like catchphrase like something something in the American way, truth justice in the American way, which they got rid of. That's what I'm saying. So like, they they got rid of it because like that was like central to him, and that his like one of his like central catchphrases is like outdated. With, they got like, the, rid of uh, American way. That's got nothing to do with religion. Well, like that's a separate argument. Like to to the to the argument that like he's outdated. Like they had to like they're remarketing him because like his values no longer fit. And the but the Jesus made, I- the movie they made is not a is not the the last Superman movie that they made is not an honest Superman telling. Zack Snyder's version of, of Superman is not true to the character. I think we're in a post. I don't think people want the endless darkness movies anymore. I think somebody would like a Superman, a version of Superman that's proud to be an American uh, and is a beacon of hope and, and light in the country. I think people would actually love it. I don't think they will make that. Yeah, yeah. I think you can't uh, let an, ar- an archetype expire ever um, in storytelling. Uh, people like what they like. Uh, I think that speaks to just human nature, but you can execute it incorrectly yeah. and that's that's what's happening with superman and they did and they incorrectly uh executed him through the through the man of steel into the justice league all the way through they never got a proper second go around i don't think that there is a di- uh, uh a lack of enthusiasm for superman i think there's a lack of trust that the studio will be able to pull it off properly you know like the the current like superman actor he gets like the solemn aspect oh, absolutely check hex 24 but like they never seem to get like the you know like Tyler Hoechlin does a good job with it on Superman and Lois right now. Like you can watch Superman and Lois uh, on the I, I don't know if it's on it's on HBO Max and it is a very decent version of Superman if anybody's looking for a good representation on screen. And there was also another super chat like the the best way to watch anything DC is to watch animated. Absolutely, that's what I was gonna say because in, in he's a lot more positive in that aspect. 
And this, I don't know if this is a hot take or not, but I feel that at least in terms of like Bruce Wayne in a way, like he's a, a little more soy boy than the Bruce May would be, but he's definitely as tortured as Bruce Wayne typically is in the comics because like nothing ever goes his way. Nope. Like truly. Uh, so uh, for DC, all we got was Shaz- the only thing that I saw that I really wanted to see was Shazam, Fear Shazam. the Gods. If you haven't seen that trailer for the sequel, go watch it. It might just be because I watched that one right after the She-Hulk one yeah. that I thought it gonna... was kind of overplaying the whole, I don't want to be a superhero. I just want to be a normal guy. I it's not I that he wants to be normal. It's that he feels imposter syndrome. So he feels. Does he, She-Hulk have that? Uh, oh, I. Oh, I'm saying about about Shazam. Yeah, Shazam feels is that like syndrome. does that translate across to uh, the She-Hulk I, movie, or is I, that I, more like? I don't know. It's like it's just. I'm I, a lawyer. I don't want to be a superhero. The the upcoming Marvel. I'm stuff. a lawyer and a girl boss. I like my normal <laughs> life. Just look at this list of everything coming from Marvel. That's one, two, three, <laughs> four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. Like. That's an insane amount of stuff that you. That's just for phase five and six. Uh, I don't care about Avengers: King Dynasty. I do care about seeing. I, I will watch Ant Man: Quantumania because I, I like Paul Rudd, uh, and I will watch Guardians of the Galaxy. Don't care about the Marvels. Uh, I will watch Blade, but it's never going to live up to Wesley Snipes' Blade. Captain America: New World Order would be hilarious if they have like a Klaus Schwab guy as like <laughs> the bad guy. Uh, and the only other thing that I really care about is is Daredevil. Uh, is they're doing Dare, the, the Born Again story for eighteen episodes of Daredevil. That is really interesting. I do not care about She Hulk. That trailer drained every last. It's every it's, your will to live was just gone. The the way that she just completely <laughs> like I kind of like it because it makes rough uh, like it, it, she literally uh, infantilizes Mark Ruffalo I and just Mark debases Ruffalo's him. I hate Mark Ruffalo's voice. Yes. I always have. Even though that's like something unique about him, I hate him as a person. The but trailer, like, the trailer is the most girl boss thing you've ever seen. He is a girl boss, that, but like the special effects on even just her face, yeah, are so poorly done. Like yeah. it gives me such uncanny valley just to watch her her facial expressions. So it, they could have just painted her green. I, I don't, and it would have been better than that. As an outsider looking in, because like, sorry guys, I didn't do my homework, didn't see the things, but like, I have heard a kind. Uh, Kong, I think. Kang. Kang. <laughs> oh, that's funny in many ways. But, like, I, I know he is, like, a, a very, like, interesting, like, comic book, like, villain in, in that regard. So, like, I know my my friend Anthony, Thank who's, you. like, the biggest, like, comic book dork I know, was really excited to know that he was coming. And all I want to say is, let Fantastic Four die. Who cares? Stretchy guy. Hot guy. Invisible woman, rock man. No. Also, no. Uh, uh, X-Men, which will be called the mutants because X-Men is bad. I, I still You mean the X-Mixin? Yeah, yes, <laughs> X-Mixin. Yes, X-Men. That's what we're going to get. There's just there's too much stuff being made, guys. There's just too much. Like the, <laughs> there's just way too much. Uh, so I didn't really care about any of it. And like I said, I do want to know if somebody over at DC stepped on it, like broke a mirror or went under uh, a ladder because Ezra Miller can't be marketed. Uh, Amber Heard is kind of off limits right now, though I think she's more... They'll start marketing with her again once it dies down. I can redeem her. Ezra Miller is uh, a little bit different. But then Jason Momoa gets into a car accident. (laughs) What's going on? The world isn't fair. The world is not fair. Brett's learning the hard way. uh, (laughs) So uh, we're going to move on, and we are going to talk about music, music L's.
major. The, it was a weekend of musicals, which I would have loved. I to think have. this is more just like people are getting violent and and angry. Do you think? Do you think that's what this is? so? Basically, there's an <laughs> epidemic of people just like effing with musicians on and like on stage. assaulting people. I mean, Dave Chappelle yep. is just one. He got tackled. Yep. And then Lady Gaga gets a bunch of stuff thrown at her during a concert, and there's an invisible shield uh, that, that was protects her magnetic her. force field. People don't know that. Uh, um, and then not just that, but Kid Cudi gets a water bottle thrown at him multiple times and then finally walks off stage. He threatens to walk off. Somebody throws something at him again. He walks off. Of course, anytime you say if you do that one more time to a crowd of people, they're, uh, somebody's obviously <laughs> going to he do was, it. No, he said, I will walk off this stage if you all throw one more effing thing up here. I will leave. I will leave right now, he said. Yep. Throw one more effing thing on this stage and I'll walk off. I'm not effing playing. I'm not effing playing. Of course you ruin it for everybody. I'll effing leave if I get hit one more effing with <laughs> one more effing thing. If I see one more effing thing on this effing stage, I'm leaving. Don't eff with me. Almost immediately, another water bottle was thrown at Cuddy. What do you think is going to happen when you go off like that? When you go off like that, it's bound to happen. So him, that, <laughs> uh, and then we have uh, Tom Morello is tackled by, tackled by security during a Rage Against the Machine show. So, you know, while you're raging for the machine, the security guard is clearly, it's the first example we've seen of a security guard actually trying to do their job. They just did it to the wrong person. <laughs> All the security uh. guards not being able to stop uh, people from attacking Dave Chappelle or Chris Rock. Britney Spears home invasion. And That's fine. Finally, a security guard's like, I'm going to be the exception. He just happens to tackle one of the people he's supposed to be protecting. So, you know, they can't win. <laughs> that video is great, though. Yes. <laughs> it's uh, great. Not just so it's just musician after musician taking major L's. And then uh, and then the Kid, Kid Rock. <laughs> Kid Story. Rock has a show gets canceled uh, because of weather and fans riot and destroy the like the, this is just insane. <laughs> Is like people, I think this is just like people have nothing better to do. We're getting like anxious and ill-behaved. Do we I have mean, like a lack of respect in society now? No, we, we live in a culture where like crimes like this, like you get a, like a minor slap in the wrist. And if the consequence towards the action is minor, you know, like some people are willing to take it. Yeah. On IRL, we were talking about uh, this incident where these women were like assaulting a business owner and like destroying his property because they didn't get extra sauce for free. Yeah. Oh, my fries. God. Dude, they Do you remember it. that? Oh, I, how could I forget? Mm. <laughs> it's yeah. for a, a dollar twenty five charge. this runs in the same vein. Yep. Uh, the same same behavior. So these here. people are like, if we don't get our Kid Rock concert, nobody gets a concert, and then they destroy the <laughs> they destroy the stage. And then on top of that, um, a bunch of fans are livid that Ticketmaster is selling Bruce Springsteen concerts for five grand. Personally, they're probably right. You shouldn't be uh, Bruce Springsteen. Uh, That's insane. Yes, I so, mean if you're a Springsteen fan, you also, deserve it. There are a bunch of old people who, with a bunch of money left over that they're <laughs> not going to give to their grandchildren. <laughs> Disposable so, income. You know what? Dude, who cares about Bruce Why not? Springsteen? Old people, uh, like for like <laughs> grow. I, I was gonna say grow up, but like <laughs> grow up, proper grown. Yeah. So uh, on top of that, we have Bill Maher shooting. Uh, he's telling everyone what everybody else is thinking <laughs> is that uh, it's annoying that James Bond is not just having sex with random women. He said it. <laughs> yes. He said what we were all he, thinking. He said the quiet. We part, as uh, in Brett. <laughs> yes, as in uh, he is uh, James Bond should not be a simp for some girl. He should be out uh, uh, having missions in exotic locations and having sex with random women. That's what James Bond should be doing in the movies. So. Not my James Bond. Thanks, Bill Maher. I, I, uh, I you know, he's a, a man of the people. A broken clock is right 
twice a day. Is so, Bill Maher a broken clock? Uh, yes. Remember <laughs> Why do you say that? Uh, <laughs> says, Bill, he says he misses the days of old, especially when it comes to James Bond, when he says, who he says has gone soft and mushy in the Daniel Craig era, going f- so far as to call him woke. The funny nah. thing is, the rewrite, uh, the the rewrite, like the it, No Time to Die didn't really have a ton of stuff like that. But he actually, James Bond, like Daniel Craig brought in Phoebe Waller-Bridge to do like a script rewrite. And she's a very famous like feminist Hollywood person who re- who does scripts for Hollywood. So bringing her in was an immediate red flag. And I actually don't think it turned out as bad as it could have, given that she was involved in the project. Uh, but yeah, he just talks about, he says, Bill says that uh, they've turned 007 into a watered down stud who's deeply in love and in a committed relationship in the last installment of No Time to Die. Uh, it fits with that character, but like I said, if you're now going to go to a new Bond, now it's a hard reset instead of a soft reset of the character, right? He's not going to be in love with the same person. You can't recast her. And still, like, he, he like, bangs, like, six chicks per movie. Like, no. W- with one exception. Okay, like, three, like, literally. Uh, and it's like, everyone's like, oh, he's lame because he has feelings for women. It's like, he I sh- mean. I don't want him to have feelings for and okay, well, I want he him, obviously does have a I, lot of feelings. I for want him oh, yeah. to be cool, kill bad guys, and do cool spy stuff. Why is it so hard to make escapist entertainment these days? I appreciate that. I just, I, <laughs> they can make it like that. I just don't want the the scenes to be explicit on screen. Yeah, well, yeah, uh, which I think is more sexless than anything. The uh, it is a sexless spy society right now, and I don't like it. I want no. You can have him hook up with the chicks, but just don't show it on screen. I think that's like more sexless than than not showing. So, so, so we'll we'll see where they go. I guarantee you, it only gets worse. It's not going to get better. It's going to get worse in the in the future in the future <sighs> films. So Puritans. It is. It is a weird form of modern Puritanism. So, mm-hmm. oh all right, God. let's do some super chats. Let's get to it. This guy, Halls and the kids said, "Wouldn't hating kids be propaganda, Mary?" Um, I'm not sure if you mean them adding the the child characters as like intentionally easy to hate, or do you mean like hating the kids in the movies? Because the kids don't act like real kids. I hate the characters, not kids. Um, St. Winston said, Brett reminds me of 90s Joe Pantoliano. <laughs> or 2069A. What? I don't know who that is. I don't know. I, I feel like I should get the reference, but I, I don't get Look the Look it up later, please. Right. Hava Owens said, I agree with Mary. I don't care to a point. Mm, I don't remember what we were saying. Uh, agree with what? I would like to know. <laughs> I don't remember. Hobbit said two out of three. Yeah, thank you. Yes, we know. We know. Jonathan Harris said DC animated is still goat. Live action needs love. The uh, the it's it's amazing what can be done when you let the people who make it like work without restrictions or with far less restrictions. The live uh, the uh, the the live actions leave very much to be desired in comparison to the animated movies. Hmm. Caper Two X said, "For us true Marvelites, the pop quizzes are half of the fun. Read books and learn, Brett. Make mine Marvel." How was Puerto Rico, Dane? It was Puerto Rico. I That's just, it. I just don't care. I mean, uh, to give, I guess, like to give you, I, I, as you guys know, like I was born and raised there, and like when I lived in Puerto Rico, like for three years straight, we were like the happiest place on earth, and I, I, I don't know, like it's just not that anymore. So it was kind of bittersweet. P 
PHP said Chet Hanks 2024. Of course. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know, because Mary threw her, her, her vote behind uh, Shane Cashman in a video that he... Maybe they can run together. Oh, my God. Wow. Dream ticket. Hanks Cashman 2024 <laughs> or Cashman Hanks? No, it has to be Hanks. Gosh. Yeah. Sorry, Shane. <laughs> John Eccles said, my superhero is Tom McDonald. Uh, <laughs> I think he's super cringe. He, uh, really? Uh, I I can respect. He he hustles super hard. Like that dude works his (laughs) ass off. Like uh, I actually believe "No Time uh, No Lives Matter" is a very very good song. Uh, I actually like his non political music more than his his political stuff. Someone said Mark Ruffalo is Soy Hulk. He is. That just made me the whole. I didn't even get to. I did (laughs) Soylent Green Hulk. (laughs) I did not get to express just how cringy and awful that first half of that trailer was where she literally belittles him for almost a full minute of just I'm a woman look how great I am at everything I can do I can do everything you can do but better I can anything Hulk can do I can Hulk better that's what that's what it was and it it was extremely cringy he's doing like stretches and she's like oh mm." Freaking awful. <laughs> Jonathan Harris said, Watch Blade be some guy from Harlem who's in a rap. Uh, <laughs> everybody, if you have not watched Blade in, in any time recently, please go after you're done here and watch the original Blade. It is such a beautiful thing. It is so beautiful. Joseph Fazio said, Susan Storm is a wrecking machine. Yes. Bad app. I'm not reading that. <laughs> Too bad app. Um, <laughs> not reading that one either. Naughty boy. Hava Owen said, Bill would miss that creep behavior. Yikes, folks. I'm not saying you need to show it on screen. What I'm saying is it's it's part of what the character always was. Hmm. F off said, I love how movies keep preaching to us and getting worse. It's saving me so much money. Also got my old boat back out so I can sail the high seas once again. Arr, matey. Yeah. I, I, not that we can't condone that here, but uh, it. Uh, I, the thing is, I understand the impulse given like how crappy these studios are uh, and how bad they are and how like they love making this. Like when, when showing that Hulk trailer, I'm like, they know people are going to hate this. They have to. They can't be that dumb. They have to know that no one wants to watch uh, granted, I don't know how many people actually love Hulk anymore, and I definitely don't know how many people love Mark Ruffalo, but watching him be belittled mm. by her is just annoying. They have a very insulated outlook yeah. and think that everything they make is genius. They do. Um, someone said, what would Lizzo's Bond girl name be? Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> do we even want to think double about Double O, that? double O, double O. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. Ay, muy malo, muy mal. <laughs> Dana's oh. back. Oh, Dana's back. Boy, that's, In uh, full force. I've always been Would that be back. one double O? Because if it's just double O, it's. Hava <laughs> Owens. Where does the decimal go? Is there a comma or a decimal? I need to it's know. It's just one double O, double O, double O. It's Liz. Yeah, the O. It's like Liz. Liz double O, double O. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Hava Owen said, Mary, it was in reference to the franchises putting out garbage, making people not care about it. I think I heard something about 
ESG, the ESG is a problem? That one is very hard to prove. Uh, like the, I, I, I have like an, uh, like the app that tells you like, there's a website that can tell you like what these companies ESG scores are. And Warner brothers had like a higher ESG score than Disney and Disney is the wokest of the woke. So I don't know how accurate that is in predicting how they make these things. I do think that they do a lot of, te- uh, of, um, like testing different demographics and right now like in advertising they just want to reach farther and farther audiences so they get away from marketing towards their core demographics which leads into this behavior farther down the line Mm -hmm. um i think (laughs) that was it one more from f off oh I didn't see it. Lizzo would be one triple O dang. Oh, no. <laughs> that is not Ooh, nice. Baby, that a is, triple. That, that, that is not nice. Uh, Sorry. That was funny. Uh, St. Winston said, Joe Pentaliano is Teddy in Memento. Cypher oh, in the Matrix. Oh, okay. Okay. Ferretto Never in mind. The Sopranos. It's actually kind of disappointing, but maybe I'm old. No, he's no. It, that is disappointing. I should have known that. Don't trust him. Is that the don't trust guy? No. No? Uh, yeah, no. He, I, I am not this guy. Sorry. <laughs> Why can't you zoom that, in? That is, uh, I am not doing that. I am not doing that. Wait, uh, what? Uh, I'm going to Google. Uh, that's not fair. Yeah, he, he's right. Uh, I, I agree that is disappointing. I, 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 I apologize, St. Winston. He says you look like him? Uh, I, I don't know if or that's maybe what he's just saying. his affect. Yeah, he's the don't trust guy. He's yeah. like, don't trust him. Yep. I think he just means the affect. No, oh, maybe that's what I don't it think is. you look like him. Thank you. Probably well, your Batman takes. <laughs> that will go on forever, guys. That forever. Will go on forever. Uh, Dane, since you're wrong about Batman, why don't you let everyone know where they can tell you that on uh, on social media? Man, first, I just want to say, chat, it's been a pleasure. You guys have been hysterical today. <laughs> I can't stop laughing. Uh, <laughs> give, uh, why don't you give us a, a couple of your favorites? We got time. Of oh, my favorite chats? Yeah. I mean... The, the are Lizzo- they too spicy? <laughs> they are. They're too spicy. Uh, bad episode, naughty boy. Yeah. <laughs> um, the the Lizzo stuff. I don't know. I just think we had a good time overall. Uh, but you can find me and shit post with me on Twitter at Dane Font. Perfect. Oh, Mary, where can they find you? <laughs> You can find me on Instagram or WeChat at CloserKitty. And whenever I post articles on TimCast.com, I promote them there. I'm also going to be on IRL tonight. So find me there at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Perfect. Guys, uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Brett Dasovic. And uh, like uh, Jessica said earlier, if you get a chance to see those billboards that are up now in Times Square, take a picture and send them send them the way of somebody here. That would be very cool to see in the wild. Uh, for the show, we are here Monday through Friday, youtube.com slash popculturecrisis, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That is noon Pacific. Uh, if you'd rather listen rather than watch, though I don't know why you would not want to listen because or why you'd want to listen because then you don't get to be in the chat and interact with Dane. Uh, but if you All would day. rather, uh, but if you would rather listen, you can listen uh, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, Spotify, all of those. We are on social media. We are on Twitter at Pop Culture underscore Show, Facebook and TikTok at Pop Culture Crisis, and on Instagram at Pop Culture Crisis Pod. We will be back with another episode tomorrow. We'll see you then, guys. Bye. Bye. Also, we're so hot. Like you should look at us. Perfect. <laughs>
at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.